last time on Noobs and Dragons, our heroes have begun investigating Stone Raven Keep and found that something horrible has happened at the abandoned fortress. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Our uh, friends have been climbing up the uh, tower in Stone Raven Keep. They've just taken a short rest, and uh, yeah, they're uh, ready to press forward. Isn't that right, guys? Yeah. What what floor are we on? You're currently on the second floor. There are two floors. To, well, the top floor is the fourth floor. Okay. And uh, we, we fought some needles. Well, guys, I don't want to fight more needles. Nope. I liked the vine people. Yeah, vines better. were okay. They were actually, they actually turned out to be nice people mm-hmm. compared to the the needle people. They just wanted hugs. All right, <laughs> so let's move forward. Yep, third third floor, uh, advanced stealth. Oh. Advanced stealth after I cast the blessing of trickery on Jandor. <laughs> awesome, Jandor. My, name, my name's not Jandor. Jandor. <laughs> so Jandor, Jandor, you have advantage on stealth, but I do also want to let the group know that the uh, critical fail count is reset. Oh, okay. Good. So, so Woo. it's all fresh right now. Let's roll some ones, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is everyone stealthing to the next floor? Yes, Correct. please. Go ahead and make me a uh, stealth check, everybody. Don't forget your uh, uh, advantage uh, there, Jandor. I got ten. I got six. <laughs> okay, you guys are doing so much better in stealth last time. Fifteen. Oh, it's not too bad. All right, so you guys creep up the stairs, and uh, the the stairs are stone, so it's you know they don't make a ton of noise or anything. And you reach the third floor, and it looks like a disaster zone in this place. There's like dead bodies all over. Uh, there's like it looks like there was probably like tables and chairs, and maybe this was like a uh, like a uh, where they had shared meals at one point, but now it's just smashed into pieces. Do we see anything else in here, like blood or any people? You see a staircase on the very opposite side of the room, just like before, you know, previously as you're heading up this tower. And there's bo- there's people, but their bodies, they're mm. rended apart and thrown all over. Oh, they're not covered in vines or needles? And there's some. Oh, no. I tell you what, go ahead and make me a uh, medicine check if you want to inspect the bodies. Perception if you just want to scan the room. Yeah. And otherwise, uh, you can also make an investigation check to just sort of like, you know, figure out, you know, if there's anything in here. Of, you know, I'm no. Gonna, I'm going to do a perception check. Do you have uh, efficiency net? Or? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll make a medicine check. Do you want to do the uh, uh, the remainder? What was the other one? The investigation. Investigation. investigation, yep. I mean, I can. It's not... It's not great, but. So what'd you get for investigation? That would be a 10. 10. You scope out the room and it looks like they're, you know, anything of value that was in this room is just been ripped apart, smashed into the ground. Uh, What's weird is you do see it looks like there was like a shelving unit that like probably had like preserved foods and stuff. It looks like it's just been like ransacked. It looks like all the food that was in it is just gone. What'd you get on uh, uh, your perception check? I got a natural twenty. Natural twenty. You scope out the room, and not only are well, you you see none of the bodies with vines moving, but underneath one of the tables, you see it sort of shuffle a bit. Uh, crap. <laughs> Crap. He craps himself. That's a bonus action, I kinda, actually. I kind of look at them as we're stealth. I'm like, 
like look at they're not paying not attention nothing. to you you have tilly who's inspecting one of the bodies uh trying not to touch the vines and you have jandar who's like sort of like you know wandering around the room and he's not really like staring at you or anything all right i'm gonna slowly approach the table you get close to the table what do you want to do I want to, is it like turned over? It's turned or? over and it looks like it's sort of like on an angle, like there's something underneath it. I want to like creep and see if I can like carefully creep around and see what it is. You'd have to get your face to the ground in order to see underneath it. You want to do that? Yes. Yes, I do. You creep under. I lose an eyeball. Don't peek I? under and you see what looks to be a body underneath it and it looks like it's moving. Do I notice like if it has needles or vines or anything? Doesn't seem to. I'm going to be like, hi. <laughs> and you okay? hear something like horf up. Oh, are you okay? Oh, are you there? Oh, there's you... no answer. All right. I'm going to tell them, like, guys, there's a body under here, and I think someone's hurt. Tilly, uh, before uh, uh, your friend Alistair alerts you to that uh, body that you know, seems to be, like, alive, perhaps, <laughs> uh, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll go, uh, get to Thanks. you. What was your medicine Thanks. check? Medicine check was 22. Wow, 22, but not a natural 20 or anything? No. Okay, so much like before, blunt trauma destroyed these bodies. But here's where it's a little weird. It looks like there's teeth marks in a lot of these bodies, and it looks like a lot of limbs are missing. It looks like something's been eating the bodies. Oh, no. I do us a meal. You get alerted, or you alert your friends. You guys know that uh, uh, Alistair thinks he's found a body. There's something behind this, ta- this table. I go help him. You want to move the table? At- yeah, let's move the table. You guys want to move the table? Yeah. yeah. You right. move the table, and it looks like there's a uh, half elf underneath it. Oh. It looks like he's missing one of his le- or two of his legs, and he's bleeding out real bad. Oh, geez, crap. Uh, does he look like he's covered in vines or anything? Or needles? Doesn't seem to be covered in anything. Um, so, do you want to heal him, or can we? Can I stabilize him with a healing kit, like? You think that he might have lost too much blood to live, but you might be able to get some information out of him if you try to talk to him. You think he's only got a few moments left. We're looking for yeah. half are, who are Yeah, are you Don? No. Uh, he's, I don't know where he is. What happened here? Lucidia. I don't know what happened there. Uh, it was in the middle of a ritual, and and somebody came in and, and gave her... Something looks like he's about to pass out. If you'd like, you can make a medicine check and see if you can keep him hanging out a little bit longer. Pass can out I just or cast die? spare the dying on him? You think he's dying no matter what? This oh, is okay. basically to just like keep him stabilized just long enough for some info. Medicine check, doing it. 20. Natural or not? No. no. You he he sort of like coughs a bit and he, he looks like you sort of get him to hang on. You you sort of like, you know, like, you know sort of patch up a, like the le- the wounds on his legs a bit to try to like get him to stay with you a little bit longer and he horfs up a little bit of blood and he says somebody gave her something I-, I don't know what it was and and her brother took it and and then they something happened and then they both freaked out they went insane her, Lucidia and her brother yeah are they upstairs yeah well, I, I guess I they, when he was when they were both searching around for bodies, I I just hid under here and 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 he sort of starts to fade. You think he's about to die? You have another medicine check to stabilize him a bit longer. Medicine check with disadvantage. <laughs> so roll twice and take the worst result. 
10. He horfs up blood, and his eyes go blank, and it looks like he dies. Darn. I'm on my knees like, no! Are you yelling now? Yes, I'm yelling. No, okay. oh, man. Tilly's pretty upset that the guy died and she yeah. wasn't able to save him. Um, <laughs> it's like, Tilly, you don't even know who this person is. I wanted to ask upsetting. him about my nightmare idol if that was the <laughs> item that was given to these people. Should, should we go? Uh-huh. Should we just go upstairs and yeah, let's go find. Be prepared Luc- to get eaten by live Luc- by two people. Lucindia, Lucindia. Lucindia. Can we uh, can Lucindia. we search this search his body now he's dead? You scope out the body. It looks like he has more druidic stuff on him, but aside from that, it doesn't look like he was carrying treasure or do, weapons. Do we or anything. see any kind of like notes or anything that would explain what ritual they were doing? Nothing on him. All right. Um, so Lucidia and her brother, her brother, and then Don is MIA. And still. Don's still MIA. Yep. Lucidia Grawl. That's who. That's who the one that they were taking here to become inducted in, yep. in the in the Hall of Fame. I don't know what, what was it. Druid Circle. Yeah, Druid Circle. Hall of Fame. I like <laughs> the it. Druid yeah. Hall of Fame. The Druid, Druid, Druid Hall of Fame. <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> let's um, uh, let's advance upstairs stealthily. Stealthily. Yep. Creep up. Go ahead stairs. and make me a stealth check. You are now heading to the fourth floor. Remember, you get two because you have advantage. I got thirteen. I don't get two. He does. Jandar. Jandar does. Jandar does. Advantage. I'll take a um, eight. <laughs> that was with advantage? Yep. Yikes. Eight What'd you advantage. get uh, there, uh, Thir- Alistair? I got 13. 13? 17. Wow, okay. So, uh, Tilly, you feel like you're being pretty quiet, but your friends are not as quiet, and you three all head up, and you see, uh, as you kind of creep up the stairs, this large chamber. There's like a magical circle on the ground. Uh, otherwise, it looks like there's a tall figure in the room in the center of the symbol, and black mist is sort of like spraying out of the this like magic circle. And otherwise, it looks like uh, uh, in, from the circle is like a, a giant tree. It looks like it's rooted into the stone, which is kind of odd because it's not like the roots were, you know, in, in the floor beneath. But there have been roots in like, you know, plant matter going through this tower anyway. Uh, but regardless, the there seems to be a uh, uh, like a pile of like boxes and crates in one of the corners. There's a few dead bodies splayed out on the floor. And the huge figure turns to look at you guys. And you see... A two-headed giant in Etten. One head is a male head, and it's uh, uh, it seems like you know fairly you know fair skin seems almost you know for being a giant like somewhat attractive like seems like a like a like a genuine normal person. Am I feeling like a connection? Or? And as far as what? <laughs> Oh, uh, I, I mean, he's fairly attractive, but he's oh, also okay. a two-headed giant, yeah, so, you know, it's, it's you know, whatever you're into. Oh, Alistair. <laughs> uh, however, the other head uh, is just this horrible, twisted monster. It has one eye, uh, a giant row of sharp teeth, and it has a horn growing out of its head, which is just jet black, and it's shiny. Oh, and the form sort of like, you know, this large giant has this like dark energy swirling out of it. And it sort of slowly turns and hears you guys coming up the stairs. Do we see anyone else in the room? A few dead bodies. Nobody else catches your eye. What are we doing? Um, says, oh, how did all of you little rats scurry out? We heard there was a party. 
A oh. druid party. Was this? Oh, there was. Were we late? Are we late to the party? Oh, you're not that late. Not late enough, I'm afraid. Oh, uh, what's your name? Oh, Grawl. And this is my sister, Lucidia. And he smiles, and the head with the one eye sort of like turns and looks at you guys and like licks its lips, her lips apparently. And she and you hear an, a slightly feminine voice with like a, a horrible dark crack to it says, Grind their bones. They look delicious. I think we're at the wrong party. Oh, no. Um, it's certainly not the wrong party. And the, the figure sort of like waves its arms. He says, no, the party's just beginning. What would you like to say or do, Jandar? I'm going to ask him what the ritual is that they're doing here with the tree. Grawl smiles, uh, and he says, oh, well, you see, my sister here, was very, very well-to-do in this druid business, and it was never my intention to get involved, but as you can see, I was always rather stuck with her. But a very kind man gave me something, and I was able to put it to use. And he points to her forehead with this like black crystal jutting out. He says, we were meant to fast for a week. Can you imagine an Etten being forced to go without food for a week. No. No, that wasn't going to be that way. So I, my little sister here, well, she uh, well, got a crystal in the head, and uh, now she's as hungry as I am. Hungry as I was, as she'll always be. And his Lucidia, the, the twisted head, sort of like tries to lurch the body forward to like, get at you guys, and one of the arms is like reaching in your direction. And she goes, delicious. Grind them into bone meal. He goes, yes, it's rather hard to control her, I'm afraid. He says, but I decided that this druid nonsense is just going to end. The Rainbow Valley is just going to turn into a cesspool of shadowy nightmares. And it begins today. And a portal appears behind him. And he says, I do hope you'll enjoy the present I'm leaving behind. And he smiles. And he steps into the portal as his sister is sort of like trying to wrench her hand in your direction and try to like reach out to flesh and bone and steps through the portal and the portal closes into the shadow fell and the tree starts to lumber. Go ahead and make me an initiative check. Go mm. boy. Let's see what we get to do. Gonna get smashed by an arbor. 19. 19. 18. Wow. Nine. The tree is starting to lumber, and you see like a face appearing in it. And it looks like it's awakening, and it looked like it's opening its like the mouth in the center of the trunk, and it's just an empty void behind it. It looks like whatever shadowy energy is infused this place has just corrupted this thing. Jandar, it's your turn. Spooky. Oh, boy. Um. Uh huh. Is there any <laughs> any rule? Yeah, let's just you know, let's cock an arrow and go. Here we go. Absolutely, go ahead and fire. Oh, that's good. It's a good start. Let's go with um, twelve. Bounces off its like uh, tough bark and doesn't seem to affect it. Hmm. Anything else you want to do? Nope. You sure? No spell or anything? Oh, 
Yeah, good call. Good call. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to say call. something so bad. Um, I will let's see here. I will cast I'll do Hunter's Mark. Absolutely. It's now been marked by you. If you take damage, there is a chance you'll lose that concentration, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yep. Tilly, it's your turn. I am going to scream out. Uh-huh. For Don Birchman. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt. You don't even know who Don Birchman is. That's hey, what I'm saying. You screaming. know what? Oh, God. That's good enough for me. Go ahead and make a spell attack for your uh, uh, Guiding Bolt. Don could be alive still. Don could be the tree. 20. Wow, you hit. Fair amount of damage dice you're rolling there. Um, nine. <laughs> Not too bad. You hit the uh, this giant awakened tree, uh, this corrupted tree, I should say, and uh, and it seems to take some damage. Uh, one of, the next friend that hits it has advantage on their attack roll, don't they? Correct. I know how guiding bolt oh, works. Thank God, Alistair. It is your turn. Is it an attack roll for anything? The next attack roll. Attack roll. Attack roll. So it could be like a spell attack yep. or a melee attack. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I want to hit my mic, and uh-huh. then I want to cast. Oh my god, what do I want to do? Um, we're gonna start this off right. I'm gonna hurl a chromatic orb at him. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna make it. Um, let's go with. Do I want to do fire acid? Um. I mean, it's a tree. Yeah, let's set it up, up on flames. Absolutely. Go ahead and fire. roll to attack. You have advantage. Um, okay. Oh, boy. So that would be a 16. You hit. Go ahead and roll yes. damage. Yes. Burn this bitch down. All right, that's 3d8. I think this is a D8. Yep. So that's 2, 10, 12. 12 fire damage? 12 fire damage. The thing engulfs in flames. Perfect. The mouth that's opened on the tree lets out this, like, ghastly wail, and it looks like it's taking a lot of damage from your fire attack. Now it's also on fire. Yeah, that's fair. It's turn. The thing like uproots itself off the ground, and it moves uh, across the room towards you guys who are at the stairwell. Now, the thing is a, a pretty decent uh, distance away. It's probably about like uh, 50 feet away. It double moves and gets like within about 10 feet of you. You think that on its next turn, it'll be able to start swinging at you with, uh, with a lot of force and probably a lot of fire. Mm-hmm. Jandar, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to uh, draw another arrow and... Hopefully I have a better result this time. I hope so. Or the exact same result. <laughs> oh, no. So that would be a um, a 12. A 12? Yep. Just bounces right off. Fantastic. Tilly, it's uh, you. I would, oh, yeah. I, would, uh, I would like to, since he's 10 feet away, uh-huh. am I able to move... You could move down the stairs to try to like like keep like distance on it, or you can try to uh, move into the room further, like because uh, uh, it's like near the staircase, but it's not at the stairs, so you can dive around it if you want. 
What do you think? You want me to split up and try? I can't tell you. Oh, yeah. That's right. You want to run behind like behind it, or do you want to run down the stairs and try to like escape the area? I'll just stay for now. Stay where you're at? Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Tilly, it's your turn. Oh, I am going to shout, Ferdon Birchman! <laughs> and then I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt at it. Again. Wow. Yep. Launching big attacks. Let's, let's go for it. 17. It's nice. a hit. And I'm going to do two, seven, nine, 13 damage. Wow. The thing takes another big hit. Uh, it glows with a little bit of radiant energy, and your next friend to hit it is going to have advantage on that attack roll. I Alistair. Wish, I wish Jandar was next. Um, <laughs> that's fine, because I'm going to cast um, True Strike on myself. Uh, that won't do anything? Because True Strike is an action, and it's going to give you advantage on your next attack? Oh, yeah. so you can give Jandar the uh, this yes. advantage? Yes. All right. So you cast True Strike so that you can ready an attack for the next t- round and have advantage on it. But... In the meantime, it's you guys, the, are, you guys well, are putting a lot on um, my shoulders here. I, I also I, I have my movement and my bonus, right? Yeah, you sure do. Um, for my bonus, I'm going to look at them and I'm going to say, Jandar, down the stairs a little, and then um, I'm going to move down the stairs a little bit. How far down the stairs? Um, I want 30 feet I, of movement. I want to move so that I can like still see the tree, but have enough distance between where like if it tries to come it may it may not reach me in its movement absolutely you move about like 10 feet down so you can still sort of see the tree uh but it's uh, so it's about 20 feet away from you okay it's turn i i tell you what tilly and jandar who are both within range of this thing as it lumbers forward and it's on fire uh go ahead and uh roll a d20 it's not each, taking any damage that's... extra while it's on fire oh i mean it, it took Big damage when you hit it with fire. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Go ahead and roll a d20 each, and whoever gets lowest, this tree's going after. Oh, that's me. I rolled a one. Oh! <laughs> oh I got a four, baby! <laughs> that's not good. I know it's not good, but I'm just glad for once it's not me. Oh. It gets a 15 versus your AC, Tilly. Does it hit? No. Oh. An incredible force smashes into the stone and it like cracks the floor and you don't just get butchered into a million pieces <laughs> by its head. Oh dear God. Oh. This thing hits like nobody's business, guys. You don't want to get hit by it. Jandar, it's your turn. <laughs> Jandar, you have advantage on your attack. It's oh. within melee or it's uh it's in melee range of Tilly, it's about five further feet away from you. So it's like a five foot gap in between you and it. Okay. Um, I'm going to draw an arrow. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll twice and take the better result from Tilly's uh, uh, Guiding Bolt. Well, let's hope it's better than the two I just rolled. Whew, thank God. Um, uh-huh. That would be a 18. You hit. Yes, yes. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Because of the hunter's mark? Oh. Oh, yeah. Don't forget that. That's on six side, right? Yep. So 11, 13. Your arrow strikes into it, 
and it doesn't seem like it takes a lot of damage from your arrow, and it suddenly dawns on you that when you're trying to cut down a tree, you don't try to stab the tree to cut it. You slice it with slashing damage, not your piercing damage. <laughs> it doesn't look like it did that much damage. It, you did some damage, but not too much. Tilly, it's your turn. I'd like uh, to move. I'd like to move down the to, stairs, down to where uh, <laughs> where Alistair is. Absolutely, you uh, dive down the stairs, and you still have range on the tree. It's about uh, fifteen feet away from where you're at down the stairs. Uh, Tilly, you're in melee range of the tree. What would you like to do? If you'd like to disengage, uh, it's a standard action, and then you can move without taking an attack of opportunity if you want to try to get away from it. Just want to say, I'm glad I set this tree on fire. Yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Next time, I'll use acid. So I have the ability to move, but then not <clears throat> attack. Attack. Yeah, if you forego attacking or healing or anything like that, you can disengage and then run away from the thing. What would you like to do? Man, I have to run away. Absolutely. I can't take a hit from this thing. <laughs> None of you can. Uh, you <laughs> you disengage down the, uh, away from it and Actually, dive no, down the... What, oh, what, what are I'm going to do... Yeah. What Don't I'm going to do... What are you doing? Don't be dumb. What are you doing? <laughs> I am running 25 feet past the tree. To the oh, other the opposite side? Of the side? Okay, so you're uh, backing off from it and then running around it. Yep. So you're in the opposite side. Yes. So they can, okay, so you dive, you dive like 20 feet, 5 feet into the room. You're now in like towards the center of the room, and it's sort of in between your guys' groups. Alistair, it's your turn. I yell before the end of my turn. (laughs) For Don Birchman! (laughs) Alistair. Um, I'm going to use... um, Let's just keep going with a firebolt. Might as well. It's on fire. Sure. Go ahead and roll. Oh, yeah. That's a really good... Oh, but I have advantage, don't I? No. True strike doesn't work. Oh, on... true strike. Yeah, your true strike gave you advantage. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I was thinking from the uh, guiding bolt. I'm sorry. No, no. Yeah, yeah you have advantage. Um, so that is a 17. You hit. Nice. And a D10. That's not a D10. That's not. That is. Uh huh. Six. Six damage. You launch a firebolt into the tree. It smashes out the like the front face of the tree. It lets out this horrible, ghostly wail, and the thing sort of wilts down to the ground and engulfs in flames. Did I kill it? Yeah. Yeah! Ooh. Hell yeah! <laughs> For the record, acid would not have done double damage like your fire was doing. Okay. Thank God. For Don Merchman! <laughs> Bludgeoning or piercing damage does half out against a tree, Fire does double damage. I'm so glad. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Oh, man. Yeah, what's up? Ooh. If my armor class was lower, would I have died? Uh, for for our listeners who don't see the mechanics of the game and want to, like, you know, a, an over-the-shoulder look, I would have rolled 3d6 plus 4 <laughs> damage to, to do damage. So oh, you, plus d6 fire damage. You very well could have died. So oh, it would have been 4d6 four, four plus 4 fire, yeah. If they were my role, if they were my roles, you would have died. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this tree is burning, and uh-huh. the evil in the area is it gone? It seems like the the black mist that had sprayed out from when the the portal to the Shadowfell was rended open by Lucidia Grawl is still hanging in the air, but it's not like more is being made. Okay, and and there's just this tree burning. 
Uh-huh. Um, are we able to go around it up the stairs? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You go up the stairs and you move Tilly. around it. The thing is now turning into ash. It's okay. not like the fire is spreading. It's a stone, you know, building you're in. Okay, so it's not, okay. you know, anything too crazy. But you now are on the top floor of this tower. You have these half-eaten corpses lying around the room. You have this giant, like, magic circle in the middle of the floor where Lucidia Grawl was summoning forth this... Uh, portal to the shadow fell and then otherwise you have these like giant containers in the far corner of the room um i want to just investigate the area see if i can find any like information on what they were doing like if there's any evidence of don being around something like that absolutely go ahead and make me a nature check to figure out what's going on with this ritual Go ahead and make me a investigation check uh, to find things in particular, and a perception check just to scan the room. So one of each for, for yeah, each of us. One of each of you. Yeah. I'll do nature. Uh, you'll do nature. Yeah. Um, I can do. I'm proficient in perception, or I can do investigation, Jazzy. Um, you I'm mean proficient. Tillich. Tillich. None of them. So you take perception then. Uh, I'll take perception. Yeah. I will cast guidance on you. Oh, there you okay. go. Thanks. And that means they roll twice. No, uh, that's an extra, an extra D4. D4. Extra D4. Yep. Nine for nature. Nine for nature. Uh, it looks like the uh, the the magic circle on the floor must have been created there by Lucidia Grawl because it doesn't look like it's anything that involves like nature magic or anything. Uh, but from what Lucidia Grawl mentioned, it sounds like there was like a like a, a test to join this druid circle that involved fasting, and then Lucidia Grawl freaked out. The one half did, the brother half did, and gave into some like horrible evil, and then created this dark ritual. So it looks like the ritual itself isn't necessarily like a nature magic thing. So, so they were always combined together. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess I don't know what e, uh, an Etten is. A two-headed is. giant. Oh, wait, wait a minute. You're telling me this druid group was trying to induct a, a two-headed giant? Sounds like it. Bunch of dumb people. What did you get for I perception? Got, I got a 14. Okay, and what did you get, uh, Tilly, for uh, uh, your investigate check? I got a 21. Wow. With a 21, you scan the uh, the the crates that are in the room. It looks like they uh, uh, had, like, you know, food in them at one point, but it looks like Gra- uh, Gra- or Lucidia must have, like, emptied them out in her, like, you know, frenzy for food. But you do find a chest in uh, uh, the room, uh, which does look like it's locked up, but otherwise... Uh, you have, uh, uh, hiding behind one of the crates, you find a body of a half-elf. Oh, and it looks like it's barely hanging on. Oh, can we heal him? Can we keep him alive? Much like before, it looks like he's missing some limbs and is bled out a lot. It looks like the, the man's dying, but it looks like the more you can keep him going with medicine, mm-hmm. the more that you can get out of I'm him. I'm going to yell, Tilly, get over here, and then I just I, I want to like cradle the guy. And like, are you done? So are you, are you done, Birchman? Go ahead and roll medicine. Twelve. He sort of coughs a bit, and he goes, "Yeah, you guys were yelling my name." <laughs> he says, "I felt like I was about to pass out, and then I I heard someone yelling, and I, I I decided I had to hang on a bit." Who are you? Yeah, you guys thought it was for nothing. I kept this guy alive. <laughs> we're we're we were looking for you. We were meant to bring something to Professor Davida and. And he's dead, and and we heard you were here, so we we're coming to see you. He died. How did he die? Uh, we don't know. He was found dead in his a place, and they heard a scream, and then that was it. Oh God. Oh, he says I. 
well, I, I don't I don't know how much help I can be like this. And he like it looks like he went to like raise his arms up, but only has one arm to raise as oh. he's missing both his legs and his right arm. Uh, you know, blood sort of sprayed out. Tilly is like patching him up as best she can to kind of get him to hang on, but he's sort of like fading fast. Uh, Tilly, go ahead and make me another medicine check. I tell Alistair to show him the book. Oh, eight. He coughs a bit, but it looks like he's still hanging on. And he says, so what is this? I, I kind of pulled the book. We were meant to give this to Professor Davida. We don't know what to do with it. Can you help us? Wh- who the hell sent you? Uh, who the hell sent us? Enya. Enya. Everwinter. Everwinter. I say Enya Everwinter. <laughs> with Tilly's help, <laughs> you're reminded that your uh, mentor, the person who sort of sent you on this fetch quest yeah, in the like beginning. Our, our BFF. I... Uh, has uh, has sent you here, and he goes, Everwinter. She and, and do you like hold the book open? I kind of. She had nightmares. She wanted professor the professor to look at this. Oh God! Listen, they and he sort of like kind of loses focus a bit, and he kind of starts to fade. He says, "Years ago, we we adventured together. Her, myself, uh, Davida." Uh, one of us has already died years ago, and another. We found something. And he horfs up a little bit of blood. Tilly, go ahead and make me another medicine check. Tilly, you fucking roll this good. Oh, I gotta roll this real good. <laughs> the suspense is killing me. Yeah? 15. With a 15, he coughs up a little bit, and he hangs on. Keep in mind, you can do guidance on yourself. You said... Really? Yes, you can. For the love of God, do guidance on yourself. Yeah. He he, says, they they found something. We we had been underground somewhere. They, they, uh, Everwinter and Davida and Payne, the three of them came back from, from whatever they found deep under the ground. And Everwinter and Davida, they wouldn't stop screaming. They just screamed and screamed, and for three days and three nights, they screamed, and then they stopped. And when we asked them what it was, they didn't remember a thing. We don't know what they found. Pain, Brutus, he, he, he seemed, seemed like he wasn't as affected. He said that he just wouldn't say what it was he saw, but, but that we shouldn't have found it, and that they should just... Just forget about it. So he casted some magic to remove our memories of the place. I don't know where it was. And he horfs up some blood. Tilly. Guidance? I cast guidance on myself. <laughs> Go ahead and roll a medicine check with guidance. 18. And he horfs up some blood and he says, I don't know what they found, but it should have stayed hidden away. And his eyes fade. And Don Birchman dies. No! As I say no, I, I do the movie, like, two fingers, close his eyes, eyelids, and I whisper, for Don Birchman. <laughs> and Don Birchman <laughs> passes away. Oh, man. We didn't find out where we can find pain. Brutus Payne. Payne. I think he said someone died, though. I think he might be dead. No. He mentioned another one that died. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
pain is the new connection. Well, we need to head back to. We need to head back, and we need to open that chest that's over there. <laughs> you no, sure do. I do not yeah. want to forget about that. You want to open up that chest? Well, it's locked, right? I would like Alistair to do it. Absolutely, Alistair. Go ahead and make me a uh, sleight of hand check. You're not guidance. Guide me. Okay, good. No, yeah. Um. So that it, oh, oh, guidance is in a double roll. Oh, well, no. I'll just take my first. Just, sorry. Uh, oh, that's okay. An extra four. An extra four. Oh, sweet. So it was a, the total, uh, you said sleight of hand? Yep. So I just get my dex bonus then, right? Yeah, if you're not proficient in it, then yeah. Okay, so that's just a 21. Oh, that's pretty good. You uh, pick the lock and open the chest. Within the chest, you find 140 gold, and you find four potions of healing. A potion of healing heals you for 2d4 plus 2, just so you know. Okay, so 100 gold. I'll hold on to that. 140 gold. 140? 140 gold. Oh, sweet. So, uh, cool. And then how do you want to divvy up the potions? One each and then another person takes an extra? Yeah, I'll just take one. Okay. Uh, You take one, and Tilly, what do you want? Two or one? One. Okay, I'll take two then. There you go. Remember, it's 2d4 plus 2 when you uh, use it to heal. It's a standard action to uh, use it. You said 2d4? 2d4 plus 2, yep. So, you guys have found out that uh, Lucidia Grawl, something happened to the the siblings, the two-headed giant, the Etten, to make make them go insane. Uh, At the very least, the brother sounds like he was a jerk from beforehand. Uh, the sister may have been good, but no longer is now, it seems, as she's totally out of her mind. Uh, but otherwise, uh, you guys have cleared out Stone Raven Keep. Do we find anything else on Don or anything that would help us like lead to more information? It looks like he like has notes? fancier robes on. It looks like he was maybe the head of like doing this ritual, but it doesn't look like he has necessarily like treasure on him or anything. It no, doesn't I mean like notes or like uh pockets no know. you search him and you you it doesn't look like he was hiding anything on him uh it looks like he he coughed up the information he could and then died we need to go we need to go rest and then we technically the only connection we have to this group is everwinter everwinter well that was lucidia wasn't it uh, he's oh. referring to the person who sent you on this mission. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, okay. you have Enya uh, Everwinner. Enya, Enya, Enya. Enya Everwinner, Enya. and then someone named Brutus Payne. Brutus Payne. So Enya should be able to maybe help us find. Maybe. Potentially. You don't know. Well, let's take a rest. That's a long trek because we took yeah. a caravan to get to where we We also yes. have uh, the dragon that you agreed to go help. Oh, so. the drug, the druggie. That's true. Yeah, yeah. If you want to head straight to New Arcosia Pharmaceuticals, you can. If you want to just head right to town and, and investigate further into what's going on there, you're more than welcome to. It's totally on you guys. If we, don't, if we don't want to go all the way back, we could go back to town and see if uh, the daughter is willing to cooperate with us. I know you uh, didn't help that, Alistair. <laughs> no, I did not know. Ina Davida. Yeah, but we could go talk to Ina and see if she's heard of Mr. Payne. I'd probably let you handle that conversation. Go figure. It's a less it's less travel for us. Yeah. And technically the uh pharmaceutical place is in the opposite direction, so we could hit town, get this information, and still head to the pharmaceutical location. 
It's 60 miles, so it's a two-day trek. Fast At least. From yeah. town. Or we can rest out here, go to the pharmaceutical place, and then come back. Or go back to town. It's on you guys. The town did want to know what had happened here, and now you know. So that's another another matter, too. You know, the, there's a, a lot of dead people here, and uh, some of them were the guards, you know? Yeah. Well, this was... Uh, Help me refresh my memory here. Yeah. This was south. This was thirty some miles south. North northwest. Northwest. Another one's northeast. Northeast, northeast. northeast so, is yeah, the pharmaceutical. Could, I yeah. See. So we could. So how far from the uh, pharmaceutical place are we now? I. Uh, it's in. It, I mean, you headed off in like you know, not the necessarily the exact opposite direction, but like in a different direction. It would take you still about two days to get there from here. I say we rest up outside. You know, like camp for the night, and mm-hmm. then. Head to the pharmaceutical place and then head back. Okay. Yeah, you can. Nothing stopping you cool? from doing that. Yeah, that Till sounds like, good. All right. Yep. Absolutely. So you guys uh, don't want to spend the night in this place? Oh, uh, no. I don't want to spend right. the night here. Do you want to spend the night here? <laughs> I thought about it. Yeah? I thought about it. <laughs> do you want to? Or do you I didn't say like, yeah. Go okay, I don't, I don't want to spend the okay. night here. Fair uh, enough. So you guys leave the place and you get a, a decent enough distance Thank you. From before uh, we mm-hmm. leave, yeah. I let the other two know that I want to say my final condolences to Don. And as they're walking out of the top floor of the tower, I take the nightmare idol and put it into the chest, and then relock it. <laughs> you lock up the nightmare idol, Correct. and you're like, "Oh, this time for sure." <laughs> and you head on out and meet up with your friends. You guys get maybe like I don't know, like a half hour, hour walk away from this place. Did you want to just get a decent distance? Yes. Yeah. You get a good distance away, and you guys kind of park yourselves down and make camp. I tell you what, uh, go ahead and uh, much like before, is uh, Tilly going to just sleep the whole night through and then uh, Alistair takes first watch? I'm okay with that. Yep. And then you're going to take second watch? Perfect. So go ahead and uh, make me a perception check. All right. Alistair. I cast guidance on you. You're asleep. Before I go to sleep. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, wow. Whatever. Yeah. Well, it doesn't oh, matter. It doesn't matter. So it's a natural one. Ooh, is that the first of it's the... my first one. Yeah. Oh, okay, first one. Okay, so you sit there throughout the night, and like, no, like nothing happens. You don't even really hear bugs. You don't hear... It's just eerily quiet. All of our stuff got stolen. Still <laughs> don't even realize it. Was stolen. We have no stuff. The tent's gone. Tilly's literally gone <laughs> in the tent. We didn't even realize it. And uh, so after uh, Jandar uh, you know, uh, has his trance, uh, he goes ahead and switches places. Can I see you. him while he's in his trance? Uh, I I would figure that he stayed outside for it. Does he ha- like? Is he like? I put my hand in front of his face. Does he know like see anything? When it's I'm almost like he's. It's almost as if he's like asleep. All right, I'm gonna get a bunch of like rocks uh-huh. and logs and like carefully place them around him, just enough to where like they go maybe like maybe a foot up on the ground, just placing it around him carefully. <sighs> You go ahead and do that. Okay, good. <laughs> you grab, you grab like <laughs> sticks and branches and yeah. stuff, and like make this weird little circle around your yep. elf friend, and uh, his trance ends. And you look down, and like you, you, you think maybe, maybe Alistair was just really bored because it's just a circle of stones and sticks around you. You heading to bed, Alistair? Yeah, I'm going to sleep. Night, night, Alistair. Uh, Jandar, go ahead and make me a perception check, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and make some rolls over here for us as well. 12. 
with the 12 uh the the night goes through uh the moon is like uh uh not quite full it's like maybe like the uh uh half like a half moon almost and uh yeah it's it's the the kind of foggy cloudiness has sort of left the area now and it's it's bright enough with the moonlight and not really much happens throughout your your watch as you you know spend the rest of the evening sort of just sitting around waiting the next morning uh your friends all wake up and you guys close up camp uh and you guys are ready to roll do we get our our uh... Hit dice back? Yep, spells, hit dice, your HP is back. Yep, you're full. All hit dice? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. When you take a long rest, you have everything back. Spells, health, hit dice. All right. Fantastic. Onwards to the pharmaceutical Pharma's. location. New Arcogia yes. Pharmaceuticals. I... Uh, so uh, from here, it's about uh, uh, slightly less than the like sixty miles it was from town. It's a little sh- shortened, but uh, but a roughly around two day travel. Are you guys doing the standard pace walk as before? We do want to hurry. How much time do we save on the fast pace? Uh, that's thirty miles per day rather than twenty four. Uh, so uh, with the distance you're at right now, you'd make it there in two days at a normal pace, uh, and even at a fast pace, it would be like a day and a half to two days. Normal gives us the ability for perception, better yeah, perception. No negative five on perception, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess. Tilly, normal? Sound good? Yes. All okay. right. So the three of you start heading out. Once again, like before, you can make a uh, survival check with advantage there, uh, Jandar, to keep you on track. Uh, otherwise, there's a perception check on the table and a another survival check to find food and water. Um. I cast Guidance on Jandar. Jandar, you have an extra D4 to that. You had advantage already, so it's, uh, you know, like going overboard, but that's okay. You should have probably done it on yourself, but that's okay. No, that's all right. Do you want to do perception or survival? I want food and water, so I'll take survival. Okay, I'll do perception. And what did you get, Jandar? 14. 14, yeah, you keep uh, everybody on track. It's uh, it's fairly easy to navigate these woods. They're not especially complicated or anything, you know, uh, so so you, you've got them on the right track. Uh, what'd you get for uh, food and water there, uh, Tilly? Oh, well, like the last time I tried to find some food and water, I got a natural one. Uh, that was uh, your he, first? He can. This, that would be my second. No, that would no, be reset. your first. Yeah, it did reset at the beginning here. So that'll be my first. There we go. So you are unable to find food and water. Uh, you search around. Uh, <laughs> you, I mean, the the forest seems pretty lush, but maybe it's just the season giving you a hard time. What about for perception? 21. Wow, 21. Uh, I tell you what, I, I, go ahead and roll me a D100, uh, uh, Alistair. Okay. That's this one and... Oh, wait, is this a 10? Yeah, 42. 42. Right, a 40 and a 2. A <laughs> uh, 4 and a 2? A 40 is... and a, a, yes, and a 2. Yes, so 42. <laughs> so you uh, are walking along the trail, and you notice that way up ahead, you think there's somebody walking along the trail uh, on the same path you guys are. So if you guys want, you can confront the person. You can jump off and try and hide. You can scream and start attacking for all I care. It's up to you guys. What would you like to do? You guys just want to pass by, or...? I mean, what, uh, I mean, can we see what they, 
he was the spotter, and even from this distance, it's just a tiny figure on the horizon. I, I mean, you can wait, like keep walking it closer, but the longer you wait to hide, the more yeah. Yeah, the if it is somebody you want to hide from, then it might be a pain. Just walk by. Okay, just keep going. Keep going. You guys keep walking, and it seems to be a large figure. Uh, they have a like a large backpack on, and they seem to have a pretty heavy weapon on their back. It's uh, easy, easy, to see, easy to see enough from the distance. Uh, as they get closer, uh, it seems like the person's a half-orc. And they start you know, marching forward. And, uh, oh, no. And, they, uh-huh. and the figure sees you guys and sort of slows down. And, uh, and like maybe about 50 feet from you guys, sort of like, you know, like now that you're like a little bit closer, sort of, you know, it's within earshot. And the figure goes... Uh, uh, your friend or foe? Um, well, it, from earshot, and do, does he see that he's an orc? Half orc, but yeah, he sees in the half orc. I mean, okay. you, yeah, Jandar the noticed. I'm like, uh, we're friendly. What? How about you? Hey, I don't want any trouble. I'm just passing through. Oh, where are you heading from, friend? I've just been searching these woods. Oh, did you lose something? Uh, someone, yeah. Oh, I'm have you seen a half orc on your travels? No, I haven't seen any. Well, I uh looking to find my brother. What's his name? Uh, his name is Groon. Groon. I don't know, I kinda look at Jandar and look at Tilly. You guys know anybody named June? Groon, I mean. No. No? And I'm, I'm I don't kinda, know anyone named Groon. I'm, and I'm looking at, at Jandar, kind of just like to read what, <laughs> what his intentions are. Uh, J- uh, roll insight. Okay. You have advantage because it's all over his face. Uh, that's a natural 20. Wow. Uh, you're pretty sure. Like, Jandar was pretty fired up when he was fighting goblins earlier. Mm-hmm. You think that his blood is boiling that this guy's an orc, but it seems like he's controlling himself. I mean, it's not like he's attacking, screaming, or anything like that. All right, I'm just going to like put my arm around Jandar and be like, well, if we see if we see the guy, we'll let you know. We just got to keep going on our way, okay? Hey, yeah, that's fine, man. All right, cool. And then I just kind of like put my arm around Jandar and like briskly we walk. So you guys start okay. passing. The the half orc, uh, the the half orc sort of like kind of walks off the trail a little bit, like to kind of like loop around you guys. It looks like he's trying to keep a little bit of distance from you guys, because at the moment you're just random people on the highway that he has no clue who you are. Uh, he seems to have like a big great axe on his back, and otherwise has like some throwing axes at his side, uh, and he has this big backpack. And uh, this guy kind of loops around you guys, and. Uh, he sees that you're kind of giving him the stink eye, and he kind of gives you like a weird look, and he goes, oh, so there seemed to be a problem? I don't know. You tell me. Why? You're the one asking. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Do you hate people that look for their brothers? You got a thing against brotherhood? Do you dislike familial relations? I didn't even talk to you, man. Like, I didn't ask about your brother. That was all Alistair. I've just been walking. You're the one making a problem right now. Do you want it to be a problem, or do you want to keep walking? He ignores Jandar and looks to you, and he goes, Your friend seems angry. He is. You should leave. Leave us alone. Ooh, roll intimidate. Uh, That is a five. (laughs) (laughs) He says, Listen, I got my hands full looking for family. I don't need to play babysitter to a bunch of brats. He says, good day. 
And he gives Jandar a, a, a you know a stern look back. And the guy seems pretty scary. Like he seems pretty tough. And he turns his back to you guys and starts walking. I'm just looking at Jandar like Anything can, you want to do otherwise? Can we go? Can we go? Are you okay? Yeah, we can go. Okay. You guys decide to continue on. I yell out as he's walking away. Uh-huh. And stay out. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. Why would you do that? He goes, ha! And he just sort of starts laughing. Oh, thank God. <laughs> he didn't seem too perturbed or threatened by you. Because um, I'm a little person. I don't really know what's going on other than him freaking out about this, right? So Yeah, at the moment, honestly, in your head, Jandar's kind of the one who's being a jerk right yeah. now. This guy's like, hey, I'm looking for my brother. And Jandar's like, screw you. Yeah. Uh, as, so, yeah, it's a little weird. As we get some distance from the guy, sure. I kind of just want to stop Jandar and be like, what the, f- what the fuck was that? What is going on? I look at Alistair dead in the eyes. Uh-huh. And I just let him know that I'm not a fan of orcs. Neither am I, but that no, seemed you don't understand something it. more. I really don't like. <laughs> yeah, I could tell that. Uh, Are we gonna have a problem whenever we see an orc? It depends. On what? Let's just be thankful that he wasn't full orc. And, and what does that? What does that mean? Just be thankful. We can <laughs> we can keep going now. It's over. Let's go, guys. We're losing daylight. And you guys awkwardly continue on with your trip as Jandar doesn't seem to want to let any info spill otherwise, and you guys keep marching silently and awkwardly for the I'm few gonna, more hours. I'm going to pull up my, my guitar and just... I stop you one more time. I go, some stuff all over before, my before, you, before you play your next song, I just want to remind you that if there's ever an orc in my way, make sure you're not in my way. Dang. Threatening. And then I'm going to play, you're as cold as ice, <laughs> meaning the sacrifice of friendship. And you guys continue on for the rest of the day. And you guys uh, find a decent spot to camp as the evening is coming on. And you go ahead and uh, spend the night. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and just jet through that. You've already, you know, had a fair share of action today. Yeah. So the next day you wake up, you've, you know, uh, had your rations. Feel free to knock that off, of course, for, you know, your day uh, of travel. How many? Uh, just one? Just one for the day, yep. And otherwise, uh, we're going to let you go ahead and make those rolls again. Uh, the uh, two survival checks uh, to find your way, find food and water, and perception to keep an eye out. Right, survival with advantage? Yeah, for do you, you want to uh, do for perception yep. this time, and I'll do survival? No, I'm doing survival. I'm sorry, for rations. I'm talking oh, to the Tilly. Oh, oh. I could do perception. Okay. You can cast I guidance. I cast guidance on you, Alistar. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. What'd you get for tracking? Well, I'm going to take that uh, 19 and go ahead and put it into 2021. 20, 23. Oh, wow, yeah. So you're uh, not only on track, you think that uh, uh, you'll be able to get there by late afternoon. You feel like you found a decent path in through the to this place. Yeah, nice. So you, you know, think you'll get there pretty quick. Uh, what did you get for uh, food and water? Seventeen. 
Wow. So you find food and water. Uh, you, uh, uh, you're able to uh, snag a little bit of game uh, and some fruit in the forest uh, along with water. And so you don't need to knock off rations for today's travel. Oh, cool. All right. Now, yesterday you oh, would yesterday have, yeah, yeah, yesterday yeah, okay. you would have had cool. to, of course. But uh, uh, so Tilly, what'd you get for perception? 18. Wow. So you guys travel through the woods and... Uh, uh, it's pretty uneventful. It's, I mean, you found some animals that you could hunt. You already got that, and uh, you know the uh, the trip goes on. And late into the afternoon, uh, into the evening, uh, you arrive at a large, large building in the middle of the woods. It looks like the uh, uh, it was like a uh, like a big gated compound uh, with a big, large building. But otherwise, it looks like the uh, the elements have sort of taken their toll. You were uh, told before that it's been abandoned for about fifty years. It looks like the uh, the the well kept yard that may have been here once is now overgrown. The big gray stone building sort of just looms ahead at you, and it's getting e- into the evening, so it's kind of uh, starting to get dark. Do we want to go in or or wait till morning? I mean, the rations that we got were just for him. Or no, all it's three all of us? all three of you. It was food and water for all three of you without having to use the rations and water. And you could fill up water skins. So it's course. basically like a free night if we want to go in in the morning. Your call. I don't I know. See, How are I you see. doing? I'm fine. Jandar seems slightly edgy, but he's all right. That's, I think he needs some rest. <laughs> I say um, we camp outside the building. And wait for, for morning? The night. You want to tackle us in the day? I kind of want to scope the place out. I tell you, you what. You want to go in or you just want to like. I just want to scope it perimeter. out. Perimeter. Perimeter. Yeah, I tell you what. There are a couple of event checks on the table. One of you can roll history. Another of you can roll arcana. And the other, the third, can roll perception. Um, I'll, I can do history. I'll roll. Uh, perc- uh, man. I'll roll perception. Absolutely. Do you want to roll arcana there, uh, Tilly? Sure. Go for it. And what'd you get for perception? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. You scope out the like perimeter. You kind of go all the way, like long way around, and keep your distance from it, so you can just sort of get an eye on it. And it looks like there's only one entrance. It looks like it's in uh, through the main front door. Uh, the doors are closed. You can see that at a distance. It looks like there was like a large road, like a, uh, a long or. A large stone gravel road that like led up to this place and like uh, led off into another trail, but it looks like the elements have sort of taken over and the trail's not as you know well worn as it was before. Uh, what did you get for Arcana? Eighteen. At a, even at a distance, and especially when you get a little closer, you can uh, the smell of alchemical, uh, alchemical ingredients hangs in the air, uh, and it seems fresh. Which is odd because the space was place was supposed to be closed years ago. Hmm. What you get for history? Ten. With a ten, uh, you know that the Bloodbane family uh, took over this facility to research turning uh, other beings into dragon hybrids, and it closed quite a while ago. Hmm. Uh, aside from that, uh, you don't know a lot about the Bloodbane family except that it's like this cartel of dragons. Weird. Mm-hmm. You guys just want to camp for the night then? And yeah, I think we got our we got our did our reconnaissance and we can uh, see it in the morning. Yeah, see it in the morning. All right, absolutely. So you guys go to bed. Uh, so Tilly just passes right out. Uh, but otherwise, uh, I believe you have first watch there, uh, uh, Alistair. Yeah. 
Go ahead and roll perception for me. Natural 20. With a natural 20, you, you know, it's, it's the four of you camping out in the, the middle of the woods. It's quiet. There's not a lot going on. And you don't really notice a ton. The four of us again. You stop and you look around and you could have sworn there was another person. And it's weird because it didn't feel out of place. Like you sort of stopped yourself, realized that there's like somebody extra here, and you look around and you don't see anybody. What would you like to do? Do I hear anything or you listen? See any reactions? You listen and you feel like you hear something like coming from like the wood line behind you. Sounds soft, like like maybe somebody like like making like a soft noise, like um, I'm gonna draw my sword out. You draw the rapier or the short sword. The short sword. You draw the short sword I'm out. I'm gonna slowly head towards that sound. Make a stealth check. Um, that would be a twenty-four. With a twenty-four. You creep up and you hear something coming from behind the the tree. And you creep around the tree and look and peek over and there's nothing there. And you sort of stop and look around and and sort of like walk, you know, a bit further. uh, And you really can't see very well. Like the campfire light is is sort of, you know, it's kind of hard to see in Mm -hmm. the tree line, you know, where you're at now. You want to light your lantern? Sure. You click the lantern and open it up and, you know, light it. And it lets out the beam of light, and you scan around, and carved into the bark of the tree, it says, why don't you do a little more light reading? And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause a session. <laughs> 